0: Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Tap That AZ Podcast, the Arizona Beer Podcast, and I'm your host, Eric Walters, and I am excited to be back joining you and joining you on this journey of life and beer and adventure in the state of Arizona. So thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. Now, I so I haven't seen this in person at this moment, so I don't, I mean... I believe it but I don't want to share anything really official like out there on social media or on the website or anything but I'm pretty sure that tap that easy one best podcast and best of the valley Phoenix magazine hell yes thank you guys thank you you guys are the ones that voted you are the ones that voted and much love to all you guys thank you so much that was just uh, it's pretty awesome it's pretty mind-blowing and I felt a little guilty, right? Cause I'm like, man, I've been off for a month and they still voted me. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> but now I, I told you I was taking a break, so let's relax for a second. Uh, but thank you guys. You're the best. And I'm really excited to get back into the flow of things with this. This first episode's a little bit different and I'm really excited about it. Josh and Maria Archuleta, they're amazing people. We're going to get into that story here in a bit with mindful militia, but 1st let's get some updates so if i'm not sure when you joined in on this if you've been listening from the beginning or or caught up recently or what we're at in the flow or or what what's going on i don't know what's going on in my day-to-day life so uh you know i just i'm along for the journey but we have a magazine out as well so not tap that easy so my business partner and i luke Just the the coolest, the best business partner. Uh, This dude is just incredible. And we launched a magazine in January. So last May, we launched a food podcast called uh, Taste of AZ. And we gained some pretty good traction with it. We got some really good relationships built through it. uh, Connections with really, really great people and just had a really fun time. And some really cool opportunities came out of it. And one of the great opportunities was this... I guess, idea for us to launch this magazine. So we launched the magazine in January of 2021. It is a quarterly magazine. So it's coming out, came out January, April. And then this issue just came out the first of July. They're still being distributed at this point. So every quarter, right? It wasn't until I was like maybe 40 that I really understood how quarters worked <laughs> in months. When people at work would talk about quarters. And I I mean, I, I don't know why there was a deficit in my brain that, just wouldn't allow me to understand that concept. But now I do. So we have a magazine that comes out every single quarter and it's free. So get this. This thing is free. And this is something that we, we put together, and this was, you know, kind of loose Luke's brainchild as far as, hey, let's create this thing. And the way that it works is you, as a consumer, or a restaurant, brewery, you name it, it's free for you guys. It's free for you to Distribute it uh, as a customer. It's free for you to grab it. If it's sitting on the bar, you're like, "Dude, this is badass." They're like, "Take it. It's free." You can go to a tasteofaz.com and actually subscribe. So then every issue, following the most recent issue, we can't. It's it's kind of the timing is a little funky. Uh, so sign up for it, and within two issues, you'll start getting them sent directly to you, once again for free. So what helps keep this magazine rolling are the advertisers. So it's an advertiser generated. Magazine, But when you look at the magazine, it's been incredible. We've been able to, we wanted to make sure that the advertisers were even um, appealing to the to the people who are looking at it. They want, they wants to, we don't want, we want it to be beautiful. We want it to be all Arizona food and beverage, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So the cool part is is all of our advertisers are Arizona food and beverage as well. So it's like additional content. People love seeing the ads for, you know, Mescal Carreño and the shop and Phoenix Beer Co, Old Ellsworth, you know, it's, it's just been really, really incredible. So make sure that you subscribe, go to a taste of up at the top, it says free magazine, click on that, fill out the little thing. And we'll start sending them to you. Now they're out in the wild. Sometimes we we hand deliver them to lots of different places, actually over a hundred different places in the state, but they're free, so they go quick. People grab them quick. So the best way to make sure that you get it is to subscribe on a tasteofaz.com and make sure that you tune into the podcast that as well. It's uh, similar to uh, tap that AZ, but just a wider. Um, reach. Uh, we're going way out into food and beverage and we have, you know, Christina Brada who is hosting some of the episodes, Luke's ho- hosting some of the episodes, I'm hosting some of the episodes, so it's just a different perspective and uh, it's really fun. So if you if you enjoy this show, uh, make sure you check out A Taste of AZ. Now, let's get into this one. This one is, this is a little bit of a different conversation than what you're, what we're used to having on this show and, you know, it's still lighthearted but this this is a serious topic and Really, really appreciate the direction that Josh and Maria Archuleta are going with this project and this, this company uh, that they built with Mindful Militia. So, let's get into it. Let's tap into Mindful Militia. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I just hit record, so we're rolling now at this point. Perfect. Um, so, we're here, man. We're here at Simple Machine. This is. So, I thought that you hadn't been here. And oh. So when we talked about doing this here like three, four weeks ago, yes. I thought you i thought you said, I'm excited to go, finally get up there. But then you might have said, I'm excited to. to. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm just excited to be sitting down here talking and doing this podcast right now. Um, I mean, I love Simple Machine. Marshall, if you're listening, it is kind of cold up here. So <laughs> I'm wearing... Josh and his wife are <laughs> yeah. freezing. Yep. What are you wearing? Um, I am wearing my wife's cropped sweater right now. And it's... uh. It's fitting. beautiful, actually. It's it's, it's it's fitting rather snug. Yeah, <laughs> and cropped.
0: Yet nicely, yeah. yet nicely, right, Marie? Thumbs up on that one. Yeah, <laughs> it's hot. So, Josh, you were just actually on recently for the Haka Shakalaka episode, yes. which was an exciting, exciting thing. There's a little bit left. I saw. Yeah, you a little brought bit. me some. Yeah, I'm excited for that, dude. Oh yeah, that was popular. Yeah, it. You People know what? It's going
1: it. over really well at the tap room. Um, we sent uh, like 25 cases out to distro, okay. and which I mean, for us that's a lot. For you know, some it might not be, but for us it was a lot, and it went out pretty quick. Yeah, a um, lot of reorders on it. People are asking, "Is it coming back? When you can do it again?" We have a any of like our one offs that we've done. It seems like we'll nail something. And we'll sell it to Distro, and the next thing you know, Distro's like, I need more. And I'm like, well, it was a single tank beer. Like, <laughs> right. like that, dude, you
0: know? Yeah.
1: I can't well, that's have a like sign, man. 50 right. core beers, you know? Yeah, you, <laughs> so, yes, you can. Yes, yeah, and you I mean, will.
0: And you I, will. I One need, day.
1: Just more tanks, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what it comes down to tanks. I mean, um, having the four fermenters is great, and then the four bright tanks is great because you logger lager, ex- do extra lagers, but. You can only move as fast as those fermenters, sure. so it's it makes it kind of difficult.
0: Yeah, but that's not why we're here today. Kind of, it is. I mean, it's a it's a segue into, it it. Yeah, in it a way. is.
1: Um, absolutely.
0: So we're here for your new brand, you and your wife's new brand. Yes, and um, it is
1: Mindful Militia Apparel. Um, it is a company that's focused all on mental health, mental health awareness, and just overall mindfulness. So, when you think about mental health and mental health awareness you generally think of like uh anxiety depression suicide but there's so much more that goes on with mental health and there's so many more lanes to choose from when you think about anxiety um so like maria and i have battled severe anxiety and depression um you know i've been on at some point i've actually had like the the thought process go through like where it's like, I don't want to be here anymore, you know? Yeah. And so you, you really go through all these different things and to pull yourself from some like inner depth that just not, that you truly just don't need to be there. Yeah. It's really difficult. Um, so we've been talking about this for over a year now and we, you know, we finally, you know, it was, it was all the what ifs, you know, like what if sure. it doesn't work or, or what if someone doesn't like it and, um, like what would it look like? And so it took us, I'm going to say at least eight months just to figure out what we really wanted. So, okay. um, and, and, in,
0: in, in, in what aspect when you say what you really wanted?
1: So it comes down to the fact that, okay, we, we want to, we want to be a part of this mental health awareness movement. How do we do that? So that was the first thing we had answered. Okay. And, um, we answered that for ourselves with, we want clothes and merchandise one that is our style and you know and that's going to show like our message but in our way so our whole design our branding the whole mindful militia thing we don't want just a community we want like an army of people speaking up speaking out yeah. b- making noise and that's what really brought the like the militia part of it okay. uh, or the term in the in the name And then as far as the mindful, you know, you can, you might not have a mental illness or um, some kind of something that you're going through, whether it's anxiety, depression, PTSD, um, you know, uh, recovering from maybe um, some suicidal tendencies or whatever it is, Yeah. whatever it is that comes through that, like, mindset, on the other side of the stone, you have to be mindful, so... Again, it's kind of goes back to, like, how can you be mindful? Yeah. Practicing patience with other people. It's you know, a perfect example um, that Marie and I, we consistently see is standing at the grocery store. You're in line, and someone's always in a hurry. And next thing you know, they're, like, yelling or yeah. throwing a fit at the, at the cashier yeah. as if it's their fault, you right. know? And by doing something like that, you have really no idea how that situation impacted that person. Sure. And... Regardless of the situation, you know, be kind, be mindful and just be a like, be good, do good. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's like the mindful piece, the militia piece I just hit on. And then through that whole idea, we want to express our, um, you know, like bring awareness and and get that out. Um, For me, it was really hard because I I came from and, and, and my family was different you know i think that generation of like where our parents were at was different you know you didn't really talk about your feelings sure you know it's yeah. like it's like man up man of the house you know like you're in charge you, there you were you didn't you didn't get a chance to cry you didn't get a chance to talk about your feelings no you didn't, there was you, work, didn't, you had to work exactly like whatever. <laughs> you just, know you didn't yeah. get like okay go have some time out like you know or there you know now these days there's i, I know so many young shit like kids and teenagers that are they go to therapy and they have like all these outlets which is awesome you know but when i was growing up it wasn't like that it's like yeah when you're having a bad day like well you know get your chores done like uh, i'm sorry i don't have time for suck it. suck it up yeah exactly yeah and as you grow up you never really had the chance to really like decompose and and figure out where some of these like anxiety pieces and stuff yeah come from so i think that that it, marie and i share very commonly across the board at how some of our childhood experiences led into some of our different things as an adult meaning and like
0: habits like how like yeah like just
1: like being okay like i'm extremely ocd yeah like we always had to keep the house clean we couldn't have anything a mess right it was yeah. all, like everything was always OCD. like i'm ocd but it's made me a very clean and organized person. And that is great. Sure. Yep. But what, as I got older, that anxiety turned into, I couldn't just let go of something out of place in the house. Yeah. It yeah. Now it, now it becomes this like intrusive negative thought process. And that's what most people think of is I've got OCD. Oh, you, oh you're really organized and you're really neat and clean. It's like, that's that's what most people see OCD as, but other forms of OCD are like negative intrusive thoughts that just take over your head
0: sure. all day. You know, the cleanliness is like a, it's like a, a byproduct of exactly. what is really actually going now the on. Now
1: cl- the the cleaning aspect is something that can be like a, it can almost be comforting because you're going through and it's oh man I'm got, I gotta clean the house, but when you're cleaning you're focused on cleaning. Sure. So your mind is not like spinning, but
0: to it's like exercise, to, right? Yeah, if you exactly. exercise so hard, you don't have time to think. Exactly. You're just like, don't throw up. Don't you, throw yeah, up. When right. you go to the gym, you're
1: focused on your reps. Or Yeah. Um, okay, for example, when I'm brewing, I, it, you know, brewing is such a great career um, path for me, and it has been for a little while now, that everything is repetitive. So you, you're always doing essentially the same thing, but there's all these different outcomes based on the style of the beer, or the process, or whatever. Yeah. But everything is, like, very repetitive. You clean a lot. You're always sanitizing something. Um, the, the process is very fluid. So as far as for someone being OCD and want things done a certain way, it's very, very good. Um, it's very, like, repetitious and when you're brewing like I don't think about all these different things but man when I get home yeah I sit down and when my mind unfolds it's it's just negative like intrusive thoughts just constantly and to get those out of your head is so difficult so sure. I deal with that kind of stuff and then my anxiety affects me in a more like physical manner so I get okay. I you know I don't like I don't have like an anxiety attack like an anxiety attack where someone has just like a, I don't know, like a, like a hot flash, like quick hot flash. And maybe, maybe they shake a little bit panicky. Yeah. But like, but then I have like full blown panic attacks. Sure. So I get like the impending doom feeling. And once you start getting impending doom and like, you feel like, I mean, you could have like a little heart palpitation or, um, you get a lot of numbness in your body, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm dying. I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack, and yeah. yes, you you cannot control it.
0: Paranoia sets in big time in exactly. that, that situation. And try being,
1: try being like going down the freeway, and all of a sudden you have a panic attack. You have no idea what your trigger is. Yeah, You could be in a crowded room. You could be with family. It could be anywhere, and yeah. all of a sudden it's just like, Ooh. And so I deal with a lot of that, whereas Maria's is – almost like overwhelming, um, intrusive thoughts, uh, anything that ju- it's just like so repetitive, constantly repetitive. So yeah. she has to find ways to kind of mellow down and she has her own thing. So yeah. the things that I do to correct my anxiety and live with it on a daily basis are so different from how she does. But being the fact that I'm an extrovert and she's an introvert, we blend very well and we can support one another in our sure. relationship. Yeah. And it, it didn't get easier until I felt like I didn't have to man up. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, a I was going to ask
0: you that, like where, where did the mindfulness come into? Cause you've dealt with this stuff for a long time, where did mindfulness come into the picture?
1: I would say after my daughter was born Okay. for me, uh, I, w- I haven't always been the greatest of people. Um, I've always kind of been the black sheep. And it I wouldn't say I mean, my early 20s, it was all about riding motorcycles, wheelies down the freeway, you know, partying and just doing all this crazy stuff. And I just wanted to live. Right. Yeah. And um, it's it always seemed like the closer I could take myself to something that could kill me. I actually felt calm. So like riding a wheelie down the freeway at 80 miles an hour, you know, like people were like, oh, my God, he's gonna kill himself. Yeah. Well, but I didn't care. Yeah. because I had nothing to care for. Sure, it was just me, so it was like, well, you know, it happens, it happens, um, and that was. But when I, whenever I had found out I was becoming a father, my whole perspective changed, and then whenever my daughter was born, that perspective flipped even further into, you know, I'm responsible for her well being, and now I like I, then I started practicing patience, yeah. and that was when I was 25 and once I started practicing patience and started taking myself out of the situation, um, like if I got upset or if I was, uh, mad or anything, anything that was going to get me, you know, I don't know, like saying something rude or whatever. Yeah. I would have to take a deep breath, remove the emotion, right? If you remove the emotion out of Really, any kind of context or argument or, um, I don't know, any, like, headbutting, or between you and another person or a yeah. situation, just take the emotion out of it and rethink your process and what's going on, and you will – you'll remove – you'll actually be able to, like, rationalize, like, what's happening. Sure. You know, two people get in a domestic dispute, right, and it's, it's all emotion-based, you know, yeah. and that's what leads it up to, you know, bad things happening. Yeah. But if you walk away, take a deep breath – think about like why like what's the why here like how are we going to resolve this take all that out the emotion out and now you have a you know a very rational thought process going in and you can discuss it and so I was doing a lot like a lot better and it really wasn't until Maria came into my life that I was actually able to come full circle with practicing patience for myself and that's because when we decided that we were going to commit the rest of our lives together and be married, we were able to, I was able to just sit down and be like, look, I've got like some dark stuff going on. Well, well what is it? And it's like, well, like, you know, I don't always want to be here every day. Like sometimes I just feel like it'd be better if I wasn't around. And she's like, ooh, like, okay, well, what, what can we do? Is it you the know? first time
0: you had shared that? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, mean yeah.
1: I haven't shared this stuff with my family. I haven't shared it with my siblings at all. Like, I don't meet people like, oh, man, like, you know, Archie, he's just, you know, just this, just outgoing, crazy, eccentric, you know, like everybody I talk to, I get along Wears with. He wife's jackets. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> it's so hot. You
0: know? So on the outside, um, like, you're just you're I the look, psych- I yeah. look
1: like, But on the inside, I was just a mess. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just, <clears> just an absolute mess. I, I mean... I go through these phases where, you know, once you have a panic attack and that like impending doom, like you feel like you're going to die and you physically feel that. Yeah. Well, for like the next week, you just feel like everything is going to kill you or like you're going to get a car accident or something's going to happen. And it's like to get those thoughts out of your head. It's really hard.
0: Sure. Yeah. But
1: Maria's in my life and I can go to her and say, like, I just don't feel good today. OK, what's going on? And, and I can, I can just lay it all out like this happened yesterday and, and, you know, I, I don't know how to handle this and I don't know like which way to go with that. Like, what do you think? You know, do you like, um, you know, there's times where I've had panic attacks and, and I'm like, I just, I can count my pulse, but I need you to count my pulse.
0: Sure. And so yeah.
1: then I have somebody verifying, like, no, like, no, it's, it's, it's your pulse is on it. Like, you know, it's a little elevated, but you know, just take a deep breath and there's breathing techniques I do. Um, there's like four or five like good breathing breathing techniques that I do that will like bring my anxiety down and the panic uh but it it it's rough man it's sure. you know dealing with anxiety on that level and it can I can't even compare it to hers because for her it is it's just as overwhelming and just as stressful so that yeah. you know I I have to you know every you know we all need like to listen to people but at the same time you also need a listener
0: Sure. So yeah.
1: um we've been and that's how I think we've been able to deal with it, like without having to take medication. I've been on medication for it before. They give me, you know, it's like, hey, here's an antidepressant. And it's like, wow, you feel great, but then you get like 15 side effects. And they're yeah. like, oh, take this one, <laughs> yeah. that'll take care of the, uh, you know, that, and and it'll fix, you know, your left leg that's not working right. And then, yeah. so you take this, and then you just feel bad. So, yeah. I've been able to correct it with proper diet, um, and I deal with it on a daily basis. But knowing that I'm in a place where now I understand what's going on. So if I have a panic attack, I, you know, I, I immediately go into this, 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 this breathing technique. And then, you know, I have to positive affirmations to myself. Like you're all right. Like you're fine. You're going to get through this. You have to talk your way through these things and I'm able to control it and diet plays a lot. in. you know, I love to drink beer. That's part of our brand. It's like, we like beer and we like coffee and everyone's like, Oh no, no, no. Like, you know you have anxiety you can't have caffeine well everybody's body's different yeah like i have one cup of cup of coffee i'm good yeah if i have two i'm gonna be a jittery yeah. anxious nervous mess <laughs> maria can handle more caffeine than me and then like with with beer okay i just have like i don't drink if i go to a, a tap room or brewery if it's over six percent i'm not gonna order it because yeah. it's like the one and done you know um i'm a little guy yeah i like my light beers And I session. I don't drink them fast. I just, I just, I know how my body works. So it's all in moderation, just like with exercise and like you can over exercise, you know, you can hurt yourself. Uh, So there's a lot of things that we have figured out how to do.
0: Yeah. Well, Um, I was going to ask. So, okay. So you started to talk, talk with Maria about, um, about your feeling, like about how, you know, these things that you'd never talked about before. mm -hmm. Did you know that she struggled with those things at that time or did that help her?
1: um i knew she had anxiety but i didn't really know the level of it okay um you know it was more along the lines of man i just don't feel good and be like are you all right like you know like that it your, like your stomach hurts a headache or, you know what is it <sighs> i don't know my anxiety just you know give me a little bit and then you know she'd go lay down take a nap and it's like okay and then uh, but it wasn't until like i started really feeling my anxiety become worse and then hers was too and it all came from well i mean running somebody else's business i mean we've had a great time we've learned a lot of stuff about um running flying bassett but you know here recently we came to the owners and said like you know we've been running this for you know almost a year now but we're taking a step away like you guys are all on track everything's fine you guys are but now it's it's back in your lap like you can't Continue this. We want to start our own business. We're going to be your employees as we we're hired to do this, that, and the other. So now they can, you know, everything's off to the races. Here you go. Yeah. We're stepping back and we're taking back our own, like, mental health in the situation. So, um, you know, it's it's okay to have those boundaries. For sure. Tell your employer, like, I'm not okay with this. Like, I was hired to do this, and they, you know, you give an inch, take a mile. Sometimes. Yeah. We had to set a boundary a healthy boundary for us yeah. we've done that with our parents we've done that with our siblings we've done that with everybody in our life we set boundaries because boundaries are healthy if you yeah. don't set a boundary with somebody then they can walk all over you or do this or do that you don't know i mean yeah and they're and i'm not saying everybody does but
0: and a lot of times it's unintentional too yeah right like yeah. if you don't set boundaries people are like i you know i didn't it, or not unintentional, but like not uh, the malicious that you think. Right, your emotion yeah. Yeah, exactly. to, happens, and um, you're just like. Yeah. I mean, I've
1: had friends of mine that, uh you know, I'll show up and we're hanging out, and I'll have like my anxiety starts coming off, and I'll 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 walk away, and they've they've been like, oh man, come on, dude, just relax. Okay. Ah, oh, man, yeah. thanks for saying yeah. that. Like <laughs> I really appreciate it. You made me feel so good. And they're like, "Yeah, man, good vibes only." And I'm like, "You realize how toxic you sound right now? The yeah. good vibes only movement is terrible."
0: Yeah. You we talked about that before. You, you yeah.
1: have to It's a yin and yang, man. You don't wake up every day and it's just only good vibes. You yeah. have to take the good with the bad. Sure. And I, you know, that's one thing that we try to that we want in our brand is we don't want to really have toxic positivity. That's why our well, I mean the one that's taken off so far the quickest is the uh the skeleton print with well the one I got on the skeleton print with the drinking espresso, like stay espresso strong, you know. Yeah. Maria likes her coffee strong, man. She wants it just she wants yeah, full flavor. Yeah. <laughs> she she wants that extra punch in her espresso. Uh, I mean, I mean if you if you make an espresso, top it with cold brew and then add another shot of espresso. And it's like the dark, the full <laughs> roast, stuff, the extra extra flavor that's She's not she, denying it. No, either. no. that's <laughs> how she that's how she likes it, man. And um and that's essentially like where it came from, you know, like man, like good strong coffee makes you feel good sometimes. And like we wanna be like I wanna be as I told her, I was like, I just wanna be as strong as your coffee, man. Yeah. And yeah. she was like, Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I wrote that down, you know yeah. and, like, <laughs> and then I started playing with the design, I was like, Oh man, I'm Like my, oh, that's not fun. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You wait about like I don't know, three days later. Me beating my head against the desk, and I finally I was like, oh, I was like, this is good. Yeah. So uh, I was like, yep, yeah, get that trademark started. Here we go.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. you said the, um, you said the, uh, the brand itself, right? How you wanted it to look, right? Because that's very. You, I mean, you guys have every stitch of black i think on from your hair to your and it's in the sunglasses <laughs> and yeah. maria's nails like yeah so maria's but,
1: got a shirt that says that it's a black shirt and it's it's a, a similar font to that and it says dead inside and yeah. it's it, it's <laughs> i always i always give her shit about it. It's, it but you know like i mean look at the, look at the jeep man i had to black that thing oh, out. oh
0: shit yeah yeah that's right
1: literally i had to go through and black every little thing out the only thing that's not blacked out is the headlight
0: how when's that coming i don't know (laughs) he will figure out a way
1: well what we need to do is get the headlights with the black housings Uh, um and not the chrome housings but oh man
0: but black right the 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 antithesis of the positive vibes like like as i always make of my wife my wife rainbows and ponies like she's rainbows and ponies right uh but
1: well i mean okay get online and look up uh you know like uh positive t-shirts you know like fun stuff like that And don't get me wrong, I've seen a lot of great stuff, but I don't want to wear it. Mm -hmm. You walk into our closet, open it up, and every single one of my shirts are jewel tones. I've got navy, charcoal, gray, uh, like jade, maroon, black, everything.
0: Jewel tones. I've never even heard that word before. Pretty
1: much you think of jewel tones, and that's like my whole closet with black and gray. (laughs) And then I would say she's got maybe, maybe has three shirts that are jewel tones. Everything else is black. Yeah. <laughs> well, you go on to some of these websites and it's like, man, I really like that saying, but it's in like a script, you know, like a, like some kind of cursive, and, like
0: Boogie night style script yeah, or something. And, with, yeah,
1: And it's like a pastel, like peach color or white, or I don't know, like the mint green. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. It looks great, but I don't want to wear it. Sure. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I just don't want to wear it. And we sat sit there and like, and, and we, we, we love skulls and we, I mean, our favorite time of the year is, is fall. We love Halloween. It's like our favorite holiday. So we're like the, I don't know, the, like the Tim Burton's or whatever it is of <laughs> mental health, you know,
0: <laughs> the Tim Burton's a yeah. mental, we're, we're clipping that part yeah, out right
1: exactly. there. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know, like that's you know, the, uh, what was it? The night, night, maybe before Christmas, you know, everything's just all like that kind of stuff. And, and, and we like that. That's yeah. that, that's who we are. And I like every I like to shoot guns, like everything. I like motorcycles. Everything goes fast. Um, I like everything blacked out too. And so we share this common value. I mean, she likes to go shoot guns, and you know, she wants her car blacked out and everything else blacked out. So uh, that's where we kind of went on with this deal. It's like, okay, if we're gonna do this, we want merchandise that we want to wear. For sure. And there's a whole niche of people out there that want that same thing yeah where they like skulls and you know it's like uh, you know the bikers and the car enthusiasts and stuff like that that we feel we we like are on the level at which they are when it comes to what they like and what they want to wear sure the dark hats (laughs) the the snapbacks and all that stuff like so we've that's kind of where the brand's Took off on that way. We we're like, well, we're, we're gonna do it. We're gonna see how it works. And yeah. <laughs> here well, we are.
0: Well, you know, one of the things they they say when you're creating a brand or a business or a product or something is like, you know, think of your avatar, right? Your person. Yeah. Like, your, who is your target market? Give them a name. Give them an age. You know, yeah. what kind of car does he have? All this stuff, right? And I, and I, I get it. Uh, but I've always just been like, well, it's me. Like I'm my target target market. Right. I want to do shit that I want to hear. I want to, you know, and I want to, so for you guys, it's like, we're going to create this brand that is like, this where we are our target market. Right. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And, um, and we just want people to, to, to understand that it's like, it's okay to not be okay. You know, like you, you can't be okay all the time. Um, but there's no better time to just, to just speak up. Like if you yeah. have something heavy on your chest or you're struggling with something, um, I mean, I've overcome all sorts of different addictions and things that I've, I, I mean, man, I, I, there was probably a good year or two. I had went and started working for total wine, uh, chasing as I was, I was practicing for the Cicerone exam and doing all kinds of stuff. And well, I mean, man, it's not a very good place. If your head's not right, like, it's not a very good place to work in the sense that you have, like, access to all this different wine and booze, and, you know, you get an employee discount on some of their stuff, and man, I mean... Encouraged
0: to try it every single day, probably, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely, and they have their, like, their Wine for Life program, so if you're a wine enthusiast, or a associate, they test you out on, like, different regions, and you go through, like, some of their, like, basic sommelier trainings and stuff like that, and... Next thing you know, I've, I'm taking home, like, a case of wine a month, you know? Yeah. And, and oh, my goodness. Uh, it, it just wasn't good. Sure. I, I mean, I was – I could go home and drink two, three bottles of wine a night. Just be plastered. Hammer. Get up the next day at 6 a.m., go back to work, come home, three bottles that night. Like, yeah. there was no – like, just – I mean, my – it was like I was pouring pint glasses yeah. of wine. And I didn't see a problem with it until – Uh, I don't I can't even really remember what happened but there was a turning point where I had to completely step away from that company I was like this is not healthy I got back with um, a different company and decided that if I was going to do this and I was going to still enjoy beer I don't drink I've I've, I've actually not I've given up on all hard alcohol I rarely drink wine and now it's really just light beer because that's you know, light loggers and stuff like that, that yeah. I can, I can enjoy and, and not, I mean, I could have two or three beers, but I got to like pump the brakes and I got to do it over the course of a little bit of time. So, yeah. um, I, that's I'd, how it
0: should be done though. Right. Like it's, yeah. it's, you're enjoying you know, I, I it learned where my yeah.
1: moderation needed to be and yeah. uh, somehow by, you know, by the, by the grace of, uh, something, I don't even know <laughs> it, it just, uh, something snapped in my head and I was like, this is not good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, it, and it had something. It was probably something to do with um, the fact that I was trying to be a, a good father, too. And, yeah, I wasn't I, I mean, man, I was I was in a bad spot with that. And there's been other, you know, substances and this that and the other. And you just have to figure it out. And not every but that's just that's the problem. That's one of the things that we're trying to get to the, to the roots of is not everybody is not everybody has that relationship with a, a spouse or with a sibling or with their parents or a friend even yeah. to be strong enough to come out and say something. Yeah. You know, um, we've kind of made a rule in our house that I mean we talk all the time. But yeah. the rule in our house now is if something's bothering you for twenty four hours, you know, if, all, all right. If it's still yeah. bothering you in forty eight, you need to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and, and you need to be honest about everything i mean we talk about everything yeah i I mean it doesn't matter good bad ugly indifferent it does not matter Um, and and that's how we've been able to really get through a lot of this uh together yeah but not everybody has that and that's what we're trying to you know we want to break these stigmas down we want to shatter the silence is what we're doing and to do that i mean obviously the merch is great because people can you know, wear it and promote it, and cross social media and all that stuff. But how do you get those people that are wearing your merch to then advocate for you as well? So uh, that's that's one of the things that we've started doing. We've got a lot of like really really positive like impact on social media so far, and we just started. Yeah. So um, we we're definitely I think we'll just ever be ever growing in this. But we're doing it, man. We're, yeah. we're doing it. We're gonna we're gonna try to make the best run and see how well we can advocate and and get people to speak up, speak out. You know, yeah. don't sit in silence. Don't don't wait for it to get to a point where you don't want to be here. Yeah. Um, sure. You know, uh, I mean, life's better with you in it. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's where we're at.
0: Yeah. So. Absolutely, man. Well, it's it's. Uh and there i think you said this at the beginning pretty much it's it's a spectrum right because yeah. people think like all right well i'm not that bad so you know i have a, a cousin who is this way or right or he de- this is what he deals with and i'm i don't you know yeah. i'm grateful i'm not that bad well it doesn't yeah. mean that you shouldn't you know exactly. talk about it and that that can manifest yeah. and that can you know create oh, something much 100%. much bigger and yeah.
1: Yeah, i think you said it like on the money. Like you can't compare like your trauma to my trauma, right. you know, like, yep. Hey, we're like, we all have traumas. Um You know, there's, I mean the world of veterans out there that have like that type of trauma that we could never even equate to right. with what they've had to see and deal with and, yeah. and go through. And then you have um like, I have a significant trauma. And I think one of the biggest, so when I was 19, when this all started happening, I was having panic attacks, and I didn't know. Well, it was, like, self-induced, you know? Like, you, you can actually—I put my body through—I mean, I was living way too fast, man, way, yeah. way too fast. I wasn't doing, like, hard drugs or anything, but I was working a full-time job. I was going to—I was going part-time school to Scottsdale Community College. I was working part-time for an interior design firm. Still still, try, finding time to, to party. Yeah. I was a huge pothead— and then on the flip side of it, so, like, you know, I'm, I'm drinking Red Bulls and, and Mountain Dew, like it's going out of style. <laughs> I was drinking a four-pack of, ma- of Red Dews a day. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you if I even had a water bottle near me, even, like, a mile within my house. Like that was it. it. That was that your was hydration. It. That yeah. was it, man. It was just, like, boom, popping Mountain Dews, bro. <laughs> getting down. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting down, man. When I was riding motorcycles and just, I was just living, man. But the problem was. Is I would have this huge caffeine spike, and then I would start getting tired. And after a while, like four four Red Bulls in a day and six pack of Mountain Dew, just ain't cutting it. Yeah. And this is where I started. Like after this event, I started reading labels. I, I, I thankfully, um, but I was at this gas station. And I found this super go juice and I was like, whoa, what's that? You know, like, wow, <laughs> yeah. the, they were caffeine pills and it said all natural on it. I'm like, oh, yeah. all natural done. Here I am like all naive and shit. <laughs> Didn't even flip it over. And there's like 1500 ingredients on it. Yeah. But they were 400 milligrams per capsule. Oh, right. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is good. All right. Like, so, how are they able to sell
0: this across the country?
1: And you, you, could, you could buy it at the gas station. And it was like, it came in bottles of like 30. Yeah. And uh, I was like, it was like four ninety nine or something for a bottle of this. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. So I was like, well, I'll buy one and try it out. Next thing you know, um, I take one, and I'm like, just like lit. Yeah. Fast forward to two months, go two months ahead, and I'm eating four to six of those a day. Oh. And my diet hasn't changed. Yeah. And so I'm like. I'm taking caffeine pills, popping caffeine pills, boom, boom, boom. I mean, just like Skittles. Yeah. And, uh And I love Skittles too. Yeah, Skittles oh, are great, dude. Yeah, they're so good. <laughs> 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 and then, um, and, and, you know, then I'm still partying and I'm working like crazy. I'm sleeping like two or three hours a day. And all of a sudden, I, I, I pushed my body to a limit, at which it just never was exposed to. And when yeah. I did that, it... I started having panic attacks and that's where my anxiety that's ah. like it's almost like I, I put my body in like I, <clears throat> I, I like drove myself to be in that position yeah if I never lived like that if I would have I don't know like just drank more water and not had caffeine pills yeah I might not have ever experienced what I had to experience sure well I ended up I, I went home to visit my family um it was like a week before I turned 19 and I ended up in the hospital um just like heart issues, all kinds of stuff. They had EKGs on me. Um, it was a, a, just a terrible, terrible, um, situation. They took my blood and they're like, dude, you have like, you're like, what are you taking right now?
0: You're taking go juice. Yeah. And I was telling (laughs) them, I
1: was like, this is what it is. Like, this is my diet. Yeah. And they're like, you have like, they, they told me that I had enough caffeine in my system to, to basically overdose on heroin. Jeez. That's like how like much like like speed or whatever yeah. it was that they that they said. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, like that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to start going. Like I had to see a therapist because they thought that you know I had some kind of like suicidal tendencies, and yeah. uh, I was on all these medications and just all this stuff happened. Um, so needless to say, I moved home for a year and a half, and then as soon as I got better and I felt like I could get back into the mix. I moved back to Phoenix, but that's like my trauma. So now, because I've, I've actually lived through that hospital visit with all the weird stuff that I felt with my body. And like, um, I had to do physical therapy and all kinds of stuff that has. So now every time I have a panic attack, it's like, it goes right back to that point. Yeah. So, so that's where my trauma is. And I have a couple friends that have, um, really bad, um, trauma, um, like, PTSD from some severe motorcycle accidents. It's, like, these they get these flashbacks, and they just go into these, like, weird deals. Um, and it's primarily, I mean, both of them, they hit their head really, like, significantly hard. One of them didn't have a helmet on. Yeah. One of them did, but they actually suffered, like, some memory loss and some other things. And so now they, like, they still go to therapy for yeah. this stuff. So. And again, you know, you can't compare one trauma to another, but trauma is trauma, you know, and it, and it really can lead to some, some very terrible things if you don't, you know, put, sh- put yourself in a position to succeed with it. Yeah. Find the right people, speak out, talk about it, um, get the help. Sure. Uh, and I think uh, is, uh, even as divided as this world and this country is right now with everything and anything and everything, they're trying to divide us, right? Yeah. But I have seen so many good people... In this world, I, I I guarantee if you reach out to people, they're not gonna just shove you in a corner, yeah. or you know. But again, the problem is nobody's nobody's speaking out. They're, they yeah. they sit in silence, and that's the problem.
0: So how does how does Mindful Militia work, fit into that then? Right, like w- w- first of all, where did it when did it become like beyond just like a just all right? I practice mindfulness to be like hey, let's create a business that that focuses on that.
1: Um, I would say it it really came down to Marie and I looked each other in the eye one day and almost like at the same time we were we were just like man i'm so tired i feel like shit um like my anxiety's up like why is like why me why is and, and i was just i was like in tears just talking about it like i don't understand why i i like you know I've got this, like, great metabolism. I've got this, you know, I, I can I can do anything. I'm this jack-of-all-trades. Like, you, you name it, I can do it, man. Like, I can weld. I can brew. I can uh, graphic design. Like, I'm just just, I feel like I'm so talented, yet I just I felt so crippled. So I'm sitting yeah. here, like, in tears, and and uh, she's like, well, what do you want to do? Like, how can we do? You know, she's crying because she don't know how, like, what to do with me. And, yeah. you know, that led into talking to her, and we're crying together, and then it's like, the, the 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 switch flipped for when and we had already been talking about the brand, but the the real motive came to where we don't ever want anybody to feel like we do now, hmm. and that's where it's at. Yeah, we don't ever want somebody. I don't ever want my daughter to feel like this. I don't ever want her to go through that. So we talk about everything. Well, we'll you know, Daddy, my head hurts. Oh, well, tell me about it. You know, and and yeah. and I take her serious. It hurts this way, and it hurts that way, and it's you know like. I mean, I, I, I don't want to, like, discredit her for something or, yeah. you know, she wants to draw or she wants to do something. I put all my effort into trying to understand what she's at and where she's doing something. And, and that, I think that contributes mindfulness to, like, becoming a better parent and yeah. being able to go, like I said, in the grocery store and just have some patience. Yeah. You know, shit, man, if you're in such a hurry, why the hell did you go to the grocery store in the first place? Right. You know? <laughs> um <laughs> On the flip side, I'm not saying that everybody always has to be on point. Like, not everyone's a good person.
0: Yeah, sure. Not, not yeah. everyone's
1: going to agree with me and, like, and say, well, yeah, I'm going to practice more patience. Like, I can, I feel like I'm a great person. I feel like I really, really, like, try to empathize and and show support and reach out and, like, hey, how are you doing, man? Like, you know, I'm doing okay, just okay. Like, how are you really doing? You know, like, yeah. I feel like I'm a great person, and so does Maria. But at the same time, like I, I, I'm still kind of the person that like, if you're not a good person to me, I'm going to tell you to fuck off, you know, yeah. like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I mean, and I still don't think that takes away from me being a good person or being no, any not less at all. mindful. No. So it's because just as I mean, we could talk all day about how good people can be, but some people will never change. And sure. you have to understand that. Yep. So, but I can't control what that person does. But I can control what I do and she can control what she does. And we together, along with the rest of my family and um, my daughter's mom and, you know, like we can all together raise this child who is mindful and appreciative and a good person yeah, with good morals, you know. And so I feel like that that's our part. And I, I hope that with this apparel company that we're able to spread this message through a t-shirt yeah um you know i I like to think of it as like we have apparel with purpose and i like that if we can if we can get that message out there and have someone even if they're struggling with something be a little more mindful that day or a little uh, practice a little more patience here a little more patience there or speak up speak out i feel like that's where we're gonna win it's gonna be small wins here and there but the more the brand gets across, I think the more we are going to be able to make, like, really good ground and, and, and just be a part of something greater.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. I love it. Marie, do you want to – she's been over here taking pictures, laughing at him. <laughs> yeah. Um so what what's what is the the vision look like as far as like so right now selling apparel uh, the the purpose is to to give back is financially and awareness yes. wise. So
1: we have um, we we definitely want to try to do some collaborations with local breweries. I know that there's a um, uh, there's a, a a beer label out there right now, um, like the Black is Beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But it's I think it's the things we don't say. It's like a red label. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot okay. of breweries jumping on board with that, and that's awesome. Um, so we want to kind of do something like that as well that is, I, I think, a little bit more on uh, – uh, has a different message on there. Very similar, but I, I would like to do something like that. Uh, obviously, we're going to expand our brand, but the hard part is right now is we need to we need to figure out where our sales lie. Okay. So – I mean we just launched this past Saturday. We're probably going to run the first month, see how the sales are, but our overall goal is to give back 10% of of our sales to the community in some some fashion whether it's uh like mental health awareness, uh you know there there's so many like nonprofits out there that really take good quality like ideas and put them into action. Sure. So we're working on a list and we've been reaching out to various uh, places right now, but there's, but like I was mentioning earlier, there's also places like we did the collaboration with our beer and it was with to smoke and hope. Yeah. And I feel like that's a very mindful nonprofit might not be directed purely to mental health awareness, but that guy's doing some awesome stuff for sure. And it's all about community and raising awareness of you know people in need of of food and who are starving and or whatever it may be i love his message so we would i think we'd like to do something with them or donate to them but we can't we have no idea what we can give until we actually lay down a baseline for for revenue and we'd like to kind of do something every single month you know so like june is uh pts uh d awareness month and um we would like to so like next year, be able to say, okay, we're going to, you know, months in advance, we contact so-and-so and and like, Hey, we want to do this and do some kind of promo code or whatever, like the whole month of June. And this is what it is. Um, and I think that's going to be one of the best ways that we can donate and give back to. It's just really hard to, to even think about which direction you can go right away because we just haven't, we barely started accru- accruing sales. You know, sure, yeah. <laughs> we just don't know. You know, it's like how do you, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to cover the price of your merch, and, and then, and then be able to give back some of that. So, you know, so that way we can keep it going. For sure. Um, yeah. So right now we're focusing on uh, a couple more designs we're gonna release. Get some. We want. We've got a really cool design for uh, some kids T-shirts.
0: Okay. Nice.
1: Because. My daughter's like, well, I, I want a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, you know, I was like, shit, I didn't think about that. Like, yeah. okay, I was like, well, what do you want to be? And so she gave me some ideas, and I came up with something, and I think it's pretty legit. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, you get to pick the colors. So it's like her design, like I made it, but like her design, and she yeah. chose the colors, and she's like, oh yeah, that's it right there. You know, of course, yeah. she's nine going on nineteen, and she wants, <laughs> she wants it to be on a crop top, but I'm like. I'm like kiddo, I, I totally understand this—that you want the crop top. But not every like nine-year-old out there, eight-year-old, ten-year-old, like, they're not—they're not. Their parents are not gonna allow them to have crop tops. Yeah, I'm right. sorry. Like, yeah. like she wears crop tops, and they're like big crop tops. So they—they they still go all you know, like they're not like way up here or anything. Yeah. So she, but man, she's like a teenager now, so. Um, but we're really excited about that. We have a. We've been actually working on releasing, um, our own, uh, coffee. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, we're big on coffee, so, you know, um, we're trying to like kind of mold everything together. So we still have coffee and then I still want to be active in the brewing industry. Um, until I can get my own brew off the ground, which is definitely something that (laughs) we'll we'll see how it goes. It's it's, it's been a hard bargain to, (laughs) to pass on, but, um, as we go, I would like to work with a bunch of local breweries. Uh, I have some friends that are out of state breweries that that I've reached out to, and I think we'll do good as far. And that would keep me. You know, I don't know how long I'm. I'm gonna. We we got to see how the brand takes off. This thing sure. takes off. I'm gonna be like, well, I guess I'm not gonna be a full time brewer yeah. anymore. You know, <laughs> right. Right. but I don't want to give up the. I don't want to give up the dream of of brewing, and I don't want to give up the thought of me owning my own because yeah. ultimately that's what we still want. We still want our own brewery. Yeah. It's just COVID really put some stress on the, the nation financially and the SBA is not really involved in like lending to startups. That's really difficult. Um you got to have a, a whole different mindset. You have to rework everything. The nice thing is is we we've actually had three banks say this looks great. Like yeah. your financials are like they're like, yeah, you're going to need like three years of financials. And I'm like, isn't isn't that what like you're supposed to do? Like, well, you really only needed like one to two years with like this and that. And you could just say like your operating expenses were like 30%. And, and we, we get approved. But uh, obviously COVID showed that many people can't run their own businesses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So now yeah. like the 10% down for your SBA is now like 25 to 35. And your financial projections have to be like way detailed. And it has to be three to five years and all this crazy stuff but we have like this business plan these financials and uh, a couple local guys that have been like yeah i want to be a part of it i'm like well i don't know how much money you got you know like (laughs) (laughs) what do you you got so uh, we've had a we've had a bunch of stuff that's that's really led into where we could be down the road but right now we're focusing on the the apparel company and it's good to know that after all the time we spent five years building this Idea for this brewery yeah and the banks you know now the banks aren't lending money they're like wow this looks amazing like who did your final well well, we did we've been running a brewery for about a year now like we kind of know what's going on and uh they're like man this is great like yeah but well we could approve you but you're gonna need about uh 30 down i'm like oh I mean, you start doing the math, 30, yeah. 30% of this or, you know, when you start getting over the hundred thousands, it's like, Oh man,
0: dude, 30 bucks will be tough for me right now. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> 30% of a so hundred,
1: everybody, everybody that, uh, I have a score mentor and he's like, man, honestly, if you want to, if you want to get a brewery off the ground, he's like, it's, it's a prime time to do it, but it's not a prime time to do it. You just have to know like your market. You just have to know what you want. Yeah. Y- you have to really be able to go in and make, make a, a, a really good. Um, uh, business like model. So people, you know, you keep butts and seats and all this other stuff. And it's good. It's good. But at the end of the day, it's it's all about money. Yeah. So uh, we're we we feel like where we're at right now with the apparel company. It's something that um, we didn't have to ask permission for. We've been saving some money and getting ourselves positioned to do something great. And we didn't have to go to a bank and say, I need this amount of money to yeah. do this. No, we could, we were able to, uh, create, you know, I was able to create all the designs and Maria and I worked, um, you know, after we'd get off work at, at the brewery, we'd go home, we'd work, we built the website and then started, you know, getting everything together and we did all of our LLC paperwork and everything on our own. Cause we just, we were those types of people. We want to know why we didn't want to pay legal zoom to say, yeah. Hey, do this. Cause well, why did you do that way or why is that's that's just who we are. So we it took us a little bit longer. But we're here and, and, it's, uh, yeah. and it's live and it's it's a real physical, tangible product. And it's super cool. I don't know what's greater, man, like. Being able to make a beer and put it in a can and then yeah. drink it, because that's pretty rad. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> that is, yes, it is. You're taking raw material and converting it into like some awesome just badass drink that you're piece like, of art really yeah, like you know, inside you know. and
0: out the can you know
1: exactly so that was super cool but then to design a logo and have it come full circle and i can like wear it, it's like a tattoo i can change yeah. every day you yeah. know it's, <laughs> so it's like
0: yes <laughs> this is cool yeah uh,
1: so I, it's really hard to explain like the feeling but we're here man we oh, and, yeah. uh, we're just gonna have to keep pressing forward
0: mindful co. yes okay it's yeah. a website people check it out uh did i i appreciate you guys uh getting me involved in this uh, even oh. just to tell the story it's it's uh it's awesome i love what you guys are doing for sure Yeah,
1: man we appreciate it. it's it's uh definitely going to be a crazy ride i can already see it but we're so we're so excited and yeah. and it's and we feel good that we're 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 actually speaking up speaking out and getting people involved in it
0: oh yeah man so, so. Nice work, buddy. Cheers. I would cheers you, but I, oh, I do have a little bit. You got yeah, a little bit. Maria, cheers to you as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's got, she's got sure. her coffee going.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Nice work. <laughs>